Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back here to Capes and Japes. Um, you are, everyone listening to this right now, are actually some of the last people who will hear me speaking with my wisdom teeth in my mouth. What a weirdly specific thing. I know, but I think it's exciting. This is what I sound like when I am wise, so... If you thought it was rough before now, who boy? Oh, oh no. Is that why my IQ just, like, dipped in high school? <laughs> I had my no, wisdom it's... teeth out too early, Olivia. It's, that's what gets you. It's not It's not your intelligence, it's your wisdom. Oh, you're, you're right, you're right. have a very low wisdom score, that's... just like every D&D character I ever make. That's why I was able to get through college, but with a degree that I'm never going to use. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what wisdom gives you, is the ability to decide what kind of degree will be relevant for your future. Damn, I wish I still had those wisdom teeth. I know. That's, it's tricky. Tricky out there. Um, but, uh, with, uh... My current level of wisdom, which, again, is still not very high, so I don't know what's going to happen after this. Um, it's all right. We'll we get through to, it. Yes. We're going to use these wisdoms uh, to discuss uh, the Martian Manhunter, uh, John Jones. <laughs> John Jones. Um, the, the one who has a name that does not sound like a superhero name. No, not, not at all. Um, also, all, many Martians conveniently have names that look very alien, but can very easily be translated into normal human names. Like, It's a John bit rude Jones. to call them normal. You're right. <laughs> Just names that a comic book protagonist would have. Some fun English names. Just some American English-speaking names, like John Jones and Megan Moores, and uh, there's one Martian listed here whose name is, uh, like, Ben Burns. Like, okay. They're just all, they're just all like that. Um, but, um, Martian Manhunter. Um, so I was also curious about this, um, like, why he has such a spooky-sounding name, um, and originally, uh, when he was introduced, uh, he was a detective. They were doing detective stories. Um, so this it was makes like sense. Man yes, so Manhunter as, like, a term for a detective, as a person who tracks down criminals, um, and he's a Martian, so he was the Martian Manhunter, um, and then when he As started... opposed to, like, somebody who hunts the most dangerous game, man. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and then when they transitioned to having him mostly, uh, be a superhero, they, I mean, 
And, like, it's hard to rebrand a character, especially in comic books. Like, it's hard to give them a new identity and have it stick. So I can understand why they didn't want to. Um, but it does mean when he doesn't have the context of, like, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm just a detective. Um, it's very scary sounding. I mean, I guess he could still be hunting down the villains, but, like... Yes. But it's it's not a it's not a term you would use so much for a superhero. <laughs> yeah. But um, man, detective is such a good job for somebody with telepathy. Yeah, exactly. I hope they don't find the gun that I hid under the stairs. <laughs> hey, let's look under the stairs. No. <laughs> I just had a hunch. That hunch is telepathy. <laughs> oh, I love him. Um, so, um, he was, um, introduced, uh, in 1955. Um, so this was, like, just before the, like, official start of the Silver Age. So, like, there's Still, superhero comics were still, like, not as big as they had been in the 40s. They're, like, about to pick up very shortly after, um, John comes onto the scene. Um, but, uh, in Detective Comics, uh, they were doing a bunch of, uh, various other detective stories, um, as, like, backup features. Um, or just, like, sort of one-offs. So, uh, John is introduced in one of these, um, backup stories. Uh, and the initial, uh, story that they give is that, uh, he, you know, obviously, he's a Martian. Um, he was summoned to Earth, uh, by a, uh, scientist named Dr. Erdell, um, who was, working on a, uh, teleportation experiment, um, was not expecting, uh, to suddenly have an alien just, like, in his lab, uh, dies from the shock of seeing him, and then John's like, well, shoot, now I'm stuck here. I guess I'm this man now. I guess I'm this man. Um... And, like, initially the story was that, uh, he was just, uh, trying to, like, figure out, like, something to do on Earth, uh, until his Martian, like, friends and family would be able to, uh, come and get him. And, like, he came into contact with them a few times in these, uh, early stories, um... He, uh, he, while he's, while he's on Earth, he, uh, is like, oh, look at this, my, uh, name is, is so conveniently anglicized into the very common American names of John Jones. Um, so he, uh, takes on this identity of a, uh, a detective, and he starts solving crimes. Um, how did he get onto and the force? Don't they do background checks? 
There would be nothing for him. I truly think... The good news is, he has no criminal record. The bad news (laughs) is, he has no record. He has zero record? It's very strange. Um, yeah, I, I truly, I truly think a lot of, uh, comics creators either did not know much about how law enforcement worked, or did not care to, uh, show realism in how law enforcement works. Probably a bit of both. (laughs) Probably a little bit of both, I would say. Um, but, uh, he, uh... He's working as a detective, um, in when the, uh, Justice League first launches, uh, in 1960, um, they, um, put, uh, they put John on the team. So, like, superhero comics have been, uh, you know, picking back up since, like, 1956. Uh, we're in the Silver Age now, so, one, there's a lot of sci-fi stories going on, uh, a lot of room for this, uh, great alien character, um, and two, uh, when they were first putting together the Justice League, um, most of, like, the DC editorial staff didn't want to have Superman and Batman, uh, in every issue. Um, because they were like, we don't want to, like, we don't want people to get tired of seeing, like, Superman and Batman do the same things all the time. Um, which I think is, like, maybe a pretty good instinct. And it would be be good for me now as a comic book fan if, like, to know what Superman and Batman were doing, I didn't have to pick up, like, four separate books every week. God. Um. Because it's like, oh, yeah, but if you read Justice League, you know that, like, Batman is, uh, actually, he's in space right now. And I'm like, friggin', get him back! (laughs) Um, but so, one of the reasons that they, uh, wanted to put Martian Manhunter on the Justice League is because, uh uh-oh, um, he had a, uh, power set, uh... And, like, ability level that was roughly comparable to Superman. And, like, could fill the role of Superman in, you know, a lot of uh, Justice League issues. Um, Which is the same thing that they were doing uh, with Green Arrow to kind of, like, have him be a replacement Batman. um, As the one who didn't have any powers but had, like, a lot of gadgets and was really rich. Um, I thought you were gonna say skill, but gadgets and rich also works. Does have a lot of skill, also. Um, probably not as much skill. (laughs) If we're, if we're, the... He has a lot of skill in one specific skill set. He has one skill that he is so very good, like, compared to any other, like, normal average person, um, Ollie has an unbelievable amount of skill. But, compared to Bruce Wayne, whose whole thing is how obsessively he, like, 
cultivates his body and his mind and, like, every single thing about him, he needs to be the best at it. Um, not quite. Not quite so much. Um, John is arguably more powerful than Superman. Um, Superman has, like, said John is more powerful than him on, like, a few occasions, and, like, it depends who's writing them and, like, how they're, you know, going about it. Um, but he does definitely have, like, a wider array of powers than Superman, uh, notwithstanding all the time where, like, they were just coming up with, like, completely random new powers for Superman to have, um, (laughs) which they also did with John. Like, for, like, most of John's, like, early years, like, nobody really put any limits on what he could and couldn't do, um, but, uh... I'm just like, here's this guy, anyway... Yeah, look, he's from space, whatever, who knows? Um, Turns out Martians can do all sorts of wild shit. How do you think they live up there? Uh, (laughs) All the way up there in space? They gotta have stuff they can do. Um, His, uh... They can walk through walls, disappear, and fly. (laughs) They're much more unique than the other guys. Um, He, um... Because he does have, like, uh, he, uh, has flight, um, he's, uh, he's strong, he's invulnerable, um, he, uh, is two, his two most famous abilities, um, one is that, uh, he is a shapeshifter, um, like, two, uh, a very, like, like, an atomic degree. Like, he can physically, like, change his whole, like, chemical makeup to become somebody or something else. Um, he can also, like, change his density, he can go invisible, he can pass through walls. Um, and, uh, he's a telepath. He's a super powerful telepath. Um, as other, like, telepaths and, like, magical people in, uh, the DCU have confirmed. Um, he can just, you know, do all, all of the things that telepaths can do, like, read minds, he can project, like, illusions, he can shut down somebody's brain, uh, he can, uh, like, project information to people, uh, he can basically possess people, uh, he can, you know, like, Fight other telepaths. He can fight other telepaths, he can shield people from other telepaths, um, just, just all, all, all kinds of, all kinds of stuff that people can usually come up with, uh, for telepaths to do. Um, and these are all, uh, these are all things that all members of his, uh, his species can do. Um, he's a, uh, he's a green Martian. I mean, obviously, because he's green. Um, but, uh, I mean, he's a shapeshifter. He could be anything. He could be anything. Um, there's, like, uh, some stuff that comes up later where they're like, oh, the reason, like, John looked like sort of a typical alien is because when this scientist summoned him, he, like, uh, you know, 
assume this form because it was sort of based on what this guy was expecting to see when he saw an alien. It didn't help because he still died from shock, but... I mean, I just like the idea of a telepathic race of aliens be all like, all right, what do they expect me to be? <laughs> what do these ones want? <sighs> um, but they've, like, later comics have, like, brought up that, like, John possibly has, like, a Martian true form that he doesn't show to anybody. Not, like, because it's, like, super, like, eldritch scary, but just because it's, like, private. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> this isn't even my final form. <laughs> um, but, uh, he's a green Martian, and usually when you know, they depict other green Martians or they depict John, like, back on Mars. They depict them all looking basically like this. Um, there are also white Martians, um, which are, you know, in, uh, in the tradition of, like, oh, an alien planet and there's, like, you know, two different groups on them. Like, the green Martians, uh, love peace and order and want to live in harmony and understanding, and the white Martians want violence and subjugation. Um, so there's, there's, there's all, there's all that to deal with. Um, but, um, so he's on, um, he's on the Justice League as, like, kind of the Superman analog. Um, he also, he teams up with Ollie, uh, a few times in, like, uh, The Brave and the Bold, um, as, like, sort of the Superman and the Batman. Um, in, uh, in the late 60s, um, they, uh, DC Editorial decides that they do actually want Superman to be, like, a full-time member of the Justice League. Um, and eventually, uh, they, ca they start phasing John out as a result of that. Um, rude. Very rude. Like, oh, we don't need this guy anymore. We got Superman. It's like, excuse you. He has a lot to offer. Um, and not but, even just a lot to offer. A lot of different things than Superman. Yeah, many things that Superman does not have and would be <laughs> helpful on a superhero team. Yeah, like, can Superman phase through a wall to get into a room without opening any opening? No. No. Can Superman can. read a room? <laughs> I mean, he probably can in the, like, the metaphorical meaning of the term. <laughs> and he can, he can use his, his super hearing to tell if anybody's whispering anything very quietly. Oh my god, that's Superman. <laughs> he, hears, he hears that one all the time. He's gotta just drown that one out. Um, yeah, that's just background noise by now. Yeah. Um, but, so, as a result, in the late 60s, because they don't really know what to do with John, um, they, uh, end up, uh, they have his, uh, his Martian, uh, Martian family finally, like, devise a way to come get him. 
Um, and, uh, he goes back to Mars, um, and for, like, uh, 15 to 20 years, he's not really, uh, around. He kind of, he, like, pops up in a few different, uh, issues. Like, sometimes people go to space and he's like, hey, what's, what are you guys doing in space? Need any help? Um, but, uh, just, just, like, sporadically um and there's probably some of you who are hearing all this and you're like i thought wait i thought the thing about uh john is that he was uh the last of his race yes but they don't decide that until later um <laughs> unfortunately for john they make this for decision john, they're like Actually, we think you should not have any family. It's like, hmm, I don't love that. What um, is it with comics and last of their race? Right? Like, the that's... I get that it's, like, a very compelling uh, narrative, but it's also, like, you already have... Superman already has this ex. Maybe John can just be, like, a guy who's, like, you know, far away from home. Like, that's fine. They're like, uh, well, maybe we just want him to be on Earth and we can't figure out any other motivation than his whole race is dead. <laughs> yeah. Can't have a guy who just, like, wants, wants to chill on Earth. Wants to chill on Earth is like, hey, Earth's got some stuff going on. Maybe I should help them out. Um, but uh, so he uh is comes back into the uh the DCU proper in uh like the mid eighties. Um, they uh they have like uh. The, the Justice League has some, some people resign and they're like, oh, this is a good opportunity to bring, uh, John back in. Um, and he then becomes a, uh, a player in, uh, Keith Giffen and J.M. DeMatteis's, uh, Justice League International, um, which is, uh, the, the comic where, uh, <laughs> Batman punched Guy Gardner in the face. Um, but also uh famous for uh establishing a lot of the uh booster gold and blue beetle dynamic. Um and for being like mostly kind of like kind of like a goofy sitcom ish take on the Justice League. Like a lot of it just about them like, you know, having to, like, deal with living together and their, like, weird, like, personality clashes, but, like, all kind of, you know, like, cute and fun and cheek, tongue-in-cheek. Um, this, um, this is where they introduce the, uh, the, the Oreo thing. Um, the fact that, uh, John loves Oreos, can't get enough of them. Um, and he's also sort of, um, He's generally, like, kind of, like, uh, a straight man to a lot of the comedy and, like, some, like, you know, jokes stemming from him, like, 
not knowing things about Earth or, like, doing weird alien stuff. Um, but, um, mostly, like, sort of kind of a trying to be a stabilizing influence on this very chaotic group. Um, in, uh, Especially evil twins. Uh, yeah, God, you gotta, you gotta have an evil twin. Um, he had a, um, a twin brother, um, who was, uh, charged with, uh, telepathic crimes, um, and as a result, he, uh, had his psychic powers removed. Um. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um. And he got, uh, real, real mad about this, um, and ended up, uh, coming up. I don't, I don't, I do not know exactly how he carried this out, but he, like, created this plague that, uh, for every Martian who tried to use their telepathic powers, they would burst into flames and die. Um terrible it's very it's very it's very upsetting um especially if you think about how ingrained telepathy would be in a community where everybody was telepathic oh yeah um so uh somehow john was uh immune to this due to either like a genetic or psychic link with his uh twin brother um but uh nobody else was so all of the all of the Martians uh were wiped out. Um and they have obviously, as is always the case with like, oh, the last survivor of, of my race, they always have like, actually <laughs> I survived somehow. I'm another Martian. Um I was a Martian who was on vacation when this all happened. <laughs> like you I know, came whatever. home and, and I we went, we hopped in the space van, and we went to Neptune, and then when we came back, everybody was on fire. What gives? Man, it sucks. Um, uh, fire is also, uh, an established weakness of John's, um, in the, uh, his very early appearances, um, it was only if he was, like, in his actual Martian form, um, fire would cause him to, like, basically just, like, lose shape, um, and later on they change it so it's just, like, a weakness to him regardless, um. I mean, don't we all have a weakness to being on fire? I, I, that's, it's very true, um, he is, 
otherwise invulnerable. So I think that's like <laughs> that's part of it. Um there's a um a later um I don't know if this is uh if 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 this 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 backstory with his brother if that was like I'm assuming that the reason they burst into flames is because that's an established thing that kills Martians and not that he created the Martian weakness to fire. Um, Although both good. Both pretty cool. Um, well, I mean, other than the, like, death part. But. No, it's bad. It's bad for the Martians. Um, but, you know, narratively. Yes. Um, they, um, later on, um... They, uh, come up with this, uh, a slightly different backstory where I think this is in, like, uh, the 90s-ish, um, where, uh, it's initially the Green Martians and the White Martians were, uh, all one species that just, like, only, like, just, like, raged through, like, the universe, just, like, conquering everything in their path, um, and they, uh, like, use fire to, like, destroy people, and, like, they fed off suffering, um, and then, uh, the Guardians of the Universe, which I, like, I read this, and I, like, had to, like, scroll back, and I was like, the Guardians of the Galaxy shut up? Like, no. <laughs> Um, that Here would comes be wild. Peter Quill. Yeah. From Marvel. Um, yeah, he just pops in real quick. Um, the Guardians of the Universe, these, uh, super powerful entities that govern the universe, um, are like, well, this is no good. These, uh, these guys are destroying literally everything. Um, so they were like, okay, we're going to, uh, give them an inherent vulnerability and fear of fire, so they will stop using fire to destroy things, and maybe they'll chill out. Um, I mean, it, sure, making them vulnerable to their own weapon is, like, cool and all, but also, they would find something else. There's, there's a lot of way to kill someone. Well, I think when, when, I don't know. Apparently when the fire didn't work, they were just like, oh, we should chill out, you guys. Ah, oh, shit, fire. Well, that's it. Yeah. Our one way to wreak havoc. Yeah. Terrible. I... <laughs> Nothing to be done about it. Hey, um... let's get the, mas the guardians of the universe in here to give the NRA a weakness to guns. <laughs> ah, guns, my weakness! Ah! That sounds Maybe we should just chill out. Maybe we should all chill out. Maybe somebody should actually take the guns. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we can't psychically uh, reprogram them to not like guns, so maybe we should just take them. Um, maybe, uh, maybe John Jones, the Martian Manhunter, should psychically project into everybody a fear of guns. Um, 
I mean, anyway. a lot of people already have a fear of guns, Olivia. A lot of people. It seems like not enough people, though. It seems like there's people who should have a fear of guns who don't. Yes, exactly. Um. Anyway, so they um they do uh they do this story. It was like uh John like was had was didn't know this like aspect of uh Martian history. Um, because it happened a long, 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 long time ago. Um, and once he learns about it, they have him, like, overcome his, uh, vulnerability to fire. So now he's, like, only susceptible to, like, uh, like, magical fire. Um, I don't know if that has, uh, withstood through, like, uh, New 52 and Rebirth. Um. My guess is probably not. I was gonna say probably not. Um, but, uh, there's no way of knowing, besides reading comic books. Um. And who are we? People who read comic books? Certainly not me, with my unread pile of comic books. (laughs) Can you imagine? Um. He is, uh, he is currently, I do really want to, uh, to read this, but I've been, uh, waiting for it to come out in trade, um, but, uh, this, uh, past year, um, oh, it'll be, uh, I think it should be done in a couple months, so maybe it will be out in trade soonish, um, but, uh, Steve Orlando, uh, and Riley Rosmo are doing a, um, a Martian Manhunter, uh, 12-issue maxi-series, uh, kind of in the style of, uh, the Tom King and Mitch Garrett's Mr. Miracle, um, which they're now doing again with Adam Strange. It's just gonna be their thing. Um, but... It is, uh, it is supposed to be, it is supposed to be very good, um, as kind of a, not a, like, not a, a reimagining of the character, but, like, a new sort of deep dive, um, into, uh, into this, this Martian Manhunter, um, so I do, I like, I like Steve Orlando a lot, I do want to read it, I haven't yet um but it should be wrapping up pretty soon um i'm excited to check it out because i do um i do like john i've always had like a fondness for john even though i haven't like read a whole lot of his solo stuff um he's one of the characters who i think is like the most strongly associated with the justice league and part of that i think is just his presence in the justice league cartoon um but um like him and Ollie I think are both characters who like uh obviously like have you know like solo careers um but are just like very closely tied um to this concept of the league which I I think is good um I I like him I like his uh 
relationship uh, with other superheroes, he's, like, pretty universally, like, well-respected. Um, and I think it's also neat to have, like, uh, he's a character with a lot of power, um, but he doesn't have uh, the same struggles that uh, Clark does as, like, somebody with, like, a lot of power who was, like, you know, raised on Earth by people with normal human abilities, um, being like, oh my god, they have this buckwild amount of power. It's like, (laughs) John, you know, lived in a society of people for most of his life before they all died horribly, um, who all had this power and were all sort of committed to being responsible, responsible about it, uh, which is why when people do psychic crimes, um, they are punished for it, and then they end up destroying the whole planet, unfortunately. Um, which I think, um, I think is an interesting take on it. I think it's also, like, um, like, obviously, he's, uh, in sort of a similar position to Superman, um, but I think partly, like, having him, uh, like, look so alien on a day-to-day basis, um, and partly, Even again, when he could, like, 100% not. He, yeah, he could just, he could look like whatever he wants to, um, but, um, and also, again, like, him having a familiarity with his own culture, um, it's, it, I see it used less as kind of a, like, an immigrant story, the way, uh, Superman very frequently is, and more as kind of a, a general, like, outsider story. Um, he has, like, kind of the same, uh, cult appeal that, like, characters like, uh, uh, the Hulk and the Thing do, where, like, uh, you know, a lot of people who are outcast or feel out of place for various reasons, identify with sort of monster or alien type characters. Um, and John, like, being green and having the fire weakness gives him, like, sort of a Frankenstein thing, which is, like, a fun aesthetic. Um, but, like, oh my gosh, they are terrible today. Um. It, it's the Martian Manhunter. He's here. Oh my gosh, he's come. <laughs> He, he's he's here to hunt one. you, Olivia. Oh, God, no! Um, but, um, it is, uh, like, again, sort of, like, a different place from where, um, like, the Hulk and the Thing are coming from, whereas instead of, you know, uh, feeling out of control or being, like, transformed into something, it's like you're suddenly dropped into this world that you know nothing about, um, and have to figure out. Um, which is cool. Um, and I like- I just, I remembered the first episode of the Justice League cartoon. Yes. When they first meet John. And he's just like, oh, hold on, you guys are a bit freaked out. Does this help? And just shape changes his form into a slightly more humanoid shape, but still, like, very green and alien. 
<laughs> I was like, well, I guess it sort of helps a little. You could have done anything. But it's like, oh, no, let me, let me find a more suitable form that will freak you out less. How about this? <laughs> oh. God, I, I love John. Anyway. I love John. God, I love John. What a great guy. What a, just, like, a great, like, largely chill, like, very smart, kind of oddball guy. Um, I also think, uh, I think the detective angle is great. I think that's another thing about the, uh, the newer series, is that they're, like, kind of leaning into the detective stuff, which is, like, obviously, like, always a part of who he is, and even in, you know, stories where he's not actively, like, being a professional detective, he is, you know, able to use his mystery-solving skills to fight crime, um, which I think at one point Batman commented on and been like, wow, John is, like, basically all the powers of me and Clark combined. <laughs> Clark, what are we even doing on the Justice League? John why could just we, run the whole thing. It's fine. Why are we even here? Let's go hang out with our kids. Let's go play catch with our sons. <laughs> and John's like, ah, I miss my family. <laughs> when they all caught on fire, oh, so many years ago. <laughs> extremely, extremely tragic. Very upsetting. Um, R.I.P. Um, yeah, I, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of neat stuff there. Um, and, uh, I like, I like seeing people utilize it. I do also, I, I really like almost every iteration of his design. I know it looks kind of silly a lot of the time. But like, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I love when it's just like, just a big red X across his bare chest and nothing else. Like, hell yeah. That's how I mean, he's got pants, heroes. right? Um. I can't remember if he has pants or not. In in some, some iterations, he has pants. There are definitely versions where he does not have pants. Well, shit. Now I gotta Google. <laughs> How how many weird things do you think will show up if I just Google uh, Martian Manhunter no pants? <laughs> Hell yeah. Give me that good stuff. God, I can't believe I'm actually literally Googling Martian Manhunter no pants. I mean, if you just Google regular Martian Manhunter, you'll get like an assortment of looks. I mean, the first thing that showed up doesn't even have John in it. Oh, well. It's. It's just, it's a drawing of a bunch of, it, it's Justice Leaguers, and yeah. Diana's here, and she's like, if I don't get pants, nobody gets pants. Oh, well, that's sort of so, a fun thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why half of them, like, I guess most of them have some sort of Wonder Woman design. But mm -hmm. Batman's looks like something that a Batman design could be. Although it does kind of look almost like a Troya design. I don't know why. Oh. But Green Lantern's literally just wearing, like, a green dress. 
Did Diana ever wear something like this? Are they all just wearing different Diana outfits? Did <laughs> Diana ever wear green? Um, I can't remember green. She's definitely worn a dress. I mean, there's multiple dresses in this. Hmm. Shrimp dressing. Um, did you, did you have anything else to add? Or any comics to talk about? Or did well, you want to share your Mountain Goats experience? Well, I would like to see John John's without pants. Just Google... <laughs> just Google what? Just Google I'm Martian just getting Manhunter. A- I'm j- I looked up Martian Manhunter no pants and now I'm just getting a... B- this is... I don't want to see the Hulk's butt. Well, Why? Stop asking for pictures specifically with no <laughs> pants. Just Google Martian Manhunter and I promise you will see both with and without pants. Alright, he's got some shorts. Yeah. He's got some, like, underwear. Yeah. Hmm. That's not even Martian Manhunter. That's just the Joker. (laughs) (laughs) He tricked you! Here's an action figure for the Justice League Unlimited cartoon where it has three different Johns. Hell yeah. One with his outfit, you know, with the with the boy shorts and the red X and the cape. Yes. One love it. with just like one hundred percent naked alien. Oh. And then okay. the third one is just like the first one, except see through. Oh. Invisible. I mean not really invisible. There's still color. Oh. It's just see through. Just a fun, just sort of a fun trick he can do, I guess. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, I didn't read comics. I di- last time I went to um, the comic book store, I did pick up volume one of the Justice League International. Oh, nice. And I was gonna read it. And then I didn't. <laughs> I was gonna read it before this episode, too, so that I would be able to bring more John opinions than just Justice League Unlimited, but <laughs> unfortunately. Unfortunately, it do be like that. Unfortunately, it be like that. Sometimes you go to LA mm-hmm. and you walk around uh, the fashion district and you buy a lot of fabric for a cosplay that you haven't publicly announced yet, and you try to be mysterious, but you also just really want to tell people about it because you're so excited. <laughs> but but also you want to be mysterious, and you don't want to get other people excited if uh, it doesn't go well, but also it you are kind of getting people excited by being mysterious so it's a double-edged sword uh yeah and then you go see the mountain goats and you make cool friends and you get to hang out and watch john darneal jump around a stage and sing songs that you've sung many many a time on your commute to and from work and wow that room just had such good energy Always does. Every single GOATS concert I've been to has been such good energy. Oh, God. I want to live in that space forever. Oh, huge mood. 
Why can't we all just live at a Mountain Goats concert? <laughs> is that what heaven's like? I I have to imagine it is. Just a tireless Mountain Goats concert. Ugh. I mean, my body's sore and tired, but my soul, my soul is incredibly light. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Wow. <sighs> wow. 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 Anyway, comics for you? Uh, you comics. comics you you read? You read? Hel- comics? 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 Question mark? Um, yes. There were, uh, there were comics. Um, there was a, uh, big ol', uh, big ol' issue of Batman. Uh, got some, some big ol', the old romance in it. Uh, what? What what's he up to? What's he up to now? Uh well, you know, it uh Bruce and Selena are there on a uh an island and uh they're on a beach and they're uh quoting all of these past issues of the comic about their relationship because that's how uh how Tom King do um and they Kiss at sunset and all sorts of dramatic things. Um, oh, oh wow! Are yeah. they on this island on purpose? Um, it's uh, it's 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 complicated. As as all comics are, the things that are happening in Batman right now are complicated. Um, but uh, Batman good. Um, there's a um. I did mention this in the Discord, but there is a, um, a new, uh, a new Gwenpool, um, that involves her, um, teaming up with Wade to help her decide which member of the Fantastic Four she should seduce in order to get, like, a compelling, like, cover shot. (laughs) Um... It does include the line, uh, great, now I gotta kick shame Reed Richards, which was my favorite thing to come out of comics this week. Um, I mean, don't we all gotta kink shame Reed Richards at some point or another? We all should kink shame Reed Richards at, uh, some point in our lives. But only Reed Richards. Kink shaming is generally not a very good thing to do, unless it's Reed Richards. Specifically. Um, if it's Reed Richards. Um, and, uh, uh, speaking of Steve Orlando, um... <laughs> I was like, okay, where could this be going? Yeah, speaking of Steve Orlando, who we talked about earlier, um, he has a new, um, miniseries, uh, called, uh, Gotham City Monsters, um, about, uh... It's got, uh, Frankenstein and Killer Croc and, uh, a few other, you know, as the title implies, Gotham City monsters. Um, it's cool. I, I, the first issue was, like, a little bit, uh, noirish, which is fun. Um, and it's, you know, it's getting to be Halloween time, so it's, uh, spooky. It's not, it's not that spooky, but, you know, spooky, uh, spooky in spirit. It's got um, that aesthetic. It's got that aesthetic, you know. Um, so yeah, that's, um, that's some good stuff. Um, 
I need to start remembering to turn on the light before I start recording, because it's at the point where uh, it's pretty dark in my room right now, and I uh, it was light when I started, but now I am sitting in the darkness. Um, Ooh, I do that in the winter times. <laughs> just hang out in the dark. It's fine. Um... Uh, if you want to, uh, catch up with us, um, we have social media all over the Ding Dang place. Um, we have Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. You can find all those at Capes and Japes. Um, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, we have a Discord server. If you want to uh, come see, like, for example, E's great mountain goats look, um, that's the kind of thing you can see in our Discord server, along with uh, so much other fun stuff. Um, we have a Patreon, um, where you can get uh, bonus episodes, um, you can join us for movie nights, you can help us pick which topics to talk about. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you, uh, can't support us there, but you still want to help us out, um, we love getting ratings and reviews from people, um, we love people telling their friends about the podcast, and we love you coming back and joining us, um, and which you have done today, so we thank you, um, for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion, and as always, does this four make you more comfortable? <laughs> oh, I love John. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs>